Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. <laughs> Howdy, folk music lovers. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. In this week's special episode, Ozark Highlands Radio partners with Oxford American Magazine to bring you Johnson City, Tennessee-based, up-and-coming contemporary folk and Americana superstar Amethyst Kia, recorded live at South on Main in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. Also, we'll feature an interview with Oxford American Literary Project Executive Director Ryan Harris. In our vault segment, Mark Jones offers an archival recording of Ozark original Aunt Ollie Gilbert. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Multi-instrumentalist, singer, and songwriter Amethyst Kia was born in Chattanooga, but now makes her home in Johnson City, Tennessee. Blessed with a powerful voice and a talent with stringed instruments, she's in high demand in folk clubs across America. We were lucky to record a recent show she did at the Bistro South on Main in Little Rock, sponsored by the literary magazine The Oxford American. Here's Amethyst singing some great old traditional songs. I'm 
getting ready to go. Left me feeling mighty bad. I'm getting ready to go. Well, I got me a Bible and a mouthful of cheese, and I got down on my sinful knees. Now I got more religion than a dog got fleas. I'm getting ready to go. Sweet home, loving heaven, heaven. Sweet home, can you? Thank you. So my name is Ryan Harris. I'm the executive director of the Oxford American Literary Project. The OA, as it's known, is a nonprofit a national literary magazine published in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, whose mission is to explore the complexity and vitality of the American South through excellent writing, music, and visual art. Um, the magazine's been around since 1992, was originally founded in Oxford, Mississippi. We've provided a platform specifically for Southern artists to build their careers and, uh, in our opinion, write and report um, and make art and music about the South, uh, which is a place that still to this day is uh, often overlooked and stereotyped in popular media. We here at the Oxford American fill a very unique niche in that we're a literary magazine, and so we're, we really have a focus on publishing excellent writing, um, but also that the specific subject of what we do is uh, this place that uh, we all, all of us Southerners, is near and dear to our heart, and and we know in many different ways, but also has a you know very complex um, you know social and and economic history, and so we through the magazine try to explore and and unwrap some of the nuance that's embedded in the South as a region. Uh, winter of 2018, we published our 20th annual music issue, and that's uh, been an interesting project. So we have gone out and taken a, a magnifying glass on musical tradition of one specific southern state at a time. And we sort of embarked on this project to encapsulate or archive the musical past, present, and future of each of the southern states one at a time. So that's been a really fun project, really inspiring project. One of the other sort of big things that we did is the OA received an Art Place America grant to help create a permanent space for people to come and have an Oxford American experience here in Little Rock. And so it would really be beneficial to the organization being based in Little Rock to anchor itself in the community by making a, you know, by planting a flag, by making a physical investment in doing something where people could come and interact with us and you know, have a experience a concert, experience, you know, culinary tour of the South, um, come to a, you know, Southern film or a literary reading. So we, we, um, we received this grant from Art Place America to create what became South on Main, which is located here, um, at 13th and Main Street in Little Rock. And, um, South on Main is a partnership between the Oxford American and two private restaurateurs, Matt and Amy Bell. The original vision, original concept was that, that people could come and have a have a place where they could get an excellent, you know, meal and also experience some kind of programming related to the the content and the aesthetic sensibilities of the OA. To start drawing the public in to interacting with us in a different way. It does, you know, reiterate another 
kind of important point, which is how difficult it is to make a living as an artist, whether you're a writer or a musician or a painter. Um, I think um, that further emphasizes the importance of organizations like the OA and like Ozark Folk Center providing paid opportunities for working artists to come and do what they do. Um, You know, at the end of the day, this is our culture as a as a society and it's who we are as as a people is our is our art and so i can't think of a you know more important thing to be investing in as a as a as a society we remember civilizations by their contributions to the art where'd you get your brand new shoes and Clothes you wear so fine. Well, I got my shoes from a railroad man and clothes from a man in the mines. Where'd you get your brand new shoes and clothes you wear so fine? Well, I got my Oh, you wear so fun when I got. 
choose from a railroad man and clothes from a man in Thank you. Let's talk about <coughs> Amethyst Kaya. Amethyst Kia. Kia, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'll be totally honest about this. Um, I didn't know a lot about Amethyst either. Um, her agent had been pitching me on her for about two years. Um, her agent's the same, same agent as Josh Ritter's agent, actually. Chris, being the, you know, lover of Oxford American, understanding, you know, our aesthetic and what we're going for kept saying, well, what about Amethyst Kia? What about Amethyst Kia? Are you aware of her? Are you aware of her? And so I started to do a little research and realized, oh, well, Rhiannon Giddens is collaborating with Amethyst Kia, so Rhiannon Giddens sees something in her. What, what is it about this, this person? So, you know, come to find out she's got this amazing voice and um, has been working with Rhiannon and a, and a circle of musicians kind of in that um, old-time traditional folk vein. In fact, she and Rhiannon and Allison Russell from Birds of Chicago and Layla McCalla, who was also a member of uh, the Carolina Chocolate Drops and in later iterations, all just released an album on Smithsonian Folkways called Songs of Our Native Daughters. When you start seeing who a young artist is collaborating with, or I anyway, my ears always perk up because you know, especially if you've worked with somebody and if their music is excellent and you know, kind of know how they are behind the scenes as an artist and what their training is, you know they're not going to waste their time with somebody who doesn't have something special going on. So um, started looking at Amethyst's videos after I read her bio and was really impressed by her, um, by her voice. And, you know, to be honest, there's not that many African-American musicians that are playing this sort of like traditional folk Americanomies that, that grew out of or really grew out of late 19th century, early 20th century African-American minstrel songs. She studied, of all things, I think, traditional American music. There's a traditional American music program at Middle Tennessee University. Kind of, I mean, she's almost like an ethnomusicologist in a way. Um, she has a very deep knowledge of, of the music and the traditions and... You know, even drawing the thread between uh, a lot of the Southern, you know, folk music. Um, she couldn't have been nicer to work with. And I just think that that's a young artist who's doing something really unique. There are not a lot of ways and places that you can go to hear this sort of 80, 90, 100 year old music that has informed everything that's come after it. There's not a lot of people that are playing it and, and, and talking about and, and telling you from stage Here's why I'm playing this and how it fits into the broader context of, of American music. And, well, that's essentially what the OA has tried to do, again, as an organization with its music issue for 20 years. And so to be able to bring that experience with a, through a talented, young African-American artist uh, on stage in Little Rock is, is, really, is really special.
Till I meet him in heaven Find him up Oh baby Me under the weeping Willow Yes under Weeping Willow tree So he may know Where I am sleeping And perhaps he'll weep for me powerful voice of Amethyst Kia singing some fine traditional songs. We heard the gospel song, I'm Getting Ready to Go, The Cuckoo Bird, and Bury Me Under the Weeping Willow. When we come back after this break, take a trip with me down to the vault for a visit with my old pal, Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. 
time once again for me to head down to the vault to have a visit with Mark Jones. Let's go. Hello, Mark. Hi, Dave. Well, you look like you're doing pretty good down here. Oh, I just had lunch, and I'm just full. Yeah, how have your mousetraps been doing? You been having any luck? Well, I've caught two or three. Uh-huh. Only two or three hundred more to go. <laughs> yeah, just a few more. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, we featured Almeda Riddle, a ballad singer, on this show. And it made me think about ballad singers, and I was thinking about our famous ballad singer from right here in Stone County, Aunt Ollie Gilbert, who's now been gone for, oh gosh, 30 years, I guess. But I know that she sang here at the Folk Center many times. Have you got any of her stuff on the shelves? I sure do, Dave. I enjoy hearing her, the way she pronounces words and and everything. And She was the real deal, wasn't she? She sure was. Yeah. Now, Jimmy Driftwood told me that when her family moved here, she walked alongside the wagon and carried her baby brother wow. when they moved from Tennessee. But she's quite a character, too. And I did run across this the other day. It's called Springtime in Alaska. That's one I've not heard before. Well, let's listen okay. to it. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little joke, and then I'll not sing. Uh, some of you already hear it, some of you may not hear it. It said this man lived close to the cemetery, and his wife took sick and died. The boys told me it wasn't no use getting nobody to help. They carry the caskets onto the cemetery themselves. Well, they was carrying it. Just before they got there, they hit a post and dropped it. They heard some kind of little racket, and they opened it up, and she come alive and lived 10 years. <laughs> she, she died again. <laughs> Said she died again, and they fixed her and started back with her again. The old man run out on the porch. Says, for God's sakes, boy, look after that post. <laughs> I may, you may hear this, but I promise I'd sing this for him. I marched through Fort Bear through the blizzards of snow. I'd been prospecting for two years or more. I fell into Fairbanks City on a boom, took a little stroll to the Red Dog Saloon. When I got there, the music was clear, the prettiest voice I'd heard in two years. And the song she kept singing made a man's blood run cold. When it's springtime in Alaska, it's 40 below. Redheaded Leo was singing so sweet. I reached down and tucked the snowpack from my feet. I reached for the girl that was singing the tune. Did the Eximo hall around the saloon. Where the Corber quart and the grizzly bear hug. We did our dance on the cold black love, and the song she kept singing made a man's blood run cold. When the springtime in Alaska, it's 40 below. I was as innocent as I could be. 
I didn't know Lil' was Big Ed's wife to be. He took out his life and he gave it a throw. When springtime in Alaska, I was six foot below. <laughs> well, that's a kind of a depressing song with a name like Springtime in Alaska, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit with the springtime, but uh, it's pretty good old tune. You know, that song, uh, I think, is an old Johnny Horton song. And that shows something about Aunt Ollie that I've heard about her. She knew thousands of songs. And when she sang songs, she would just sing whatever struck her fancy. It might be an old Elizabethan ballad from England from long ago. And then the next song might be a song that she just heard on the radio yesterday, some country western song. She just liked songs. If she liked the song, she would sing it. It didn't matter whether it was new or old. She would just sing it. She sure would and put a lot of feeling in it. Glad you had that recording of that joke, too. She knew lots of jokes. In fact, I'm told that she had an old uh, uh, cash register spool of, you know, one of those long spools of paper, and that she kept all her jokes written down on that spool of paper, hundreds of them. Wouldn't you love to know where that is now? Yeah, I would. Yeah, no telling what happened to that. Well, that'd, that'd be hard to get a copy of, <laughs> it would. It? Well, hey, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you again next week, okay? Thank you, David. Let's get back to some more music from this week's featured musician, Amethyst Kia. A professed Southern Gothic songster, Kia's commanding stage presence is only matched by her raw and powerful vocals, a deeply moving hypnotic sound that stirs echoes of a distant and restless past. Here are a few more recorded live at South on Main. Oh 
has ruined my body.
All right, thank y'all. All right, so I'll take the time to introduce you to the band. On the keys, we've got Taylor Green. And back on the drums, we got Andrew Gibbons. Thank you all so much. Three more songs from Amethyst Kia. In that set, we heard Darlin' Corey, followed by one of Amethyst's original songs, Myth, and ending up with Trouble So Hard. Don't go away, because when we come back after this break, Amethyst will be singing some more of her original songs. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. A graduate from East Tennessee State University's Bluegrass, Old Time, and Country Music Studies, Amethyst Kia was the only African-American in the program during the time of her enrollment. Amethyst's eclectic influences spanned decades, drawing heavily on old-time music, inspired by strong R&B and country music vocalists from the 50s and 70s, and influenced by contemporary artists with powerful vocal integrity. Not only does Amethyst Kia know a wealth of traditional songs, She's also a very talented songwriter. In this next set, we'll hear three of her own pieces, starting with The Ballad of Lost. Every time the wind blows, my mind goes to i 
right, thank you.
Thank you all so much. Really appreciate y'all coming out. Thank you. Also, I'm sorry, like, I've been facing this way the whole time, but hi. <laughs> I just realized that. So. <laughs> Please drive slow 
Johnson City, Tennessee folk singer Amethyst Kia, finishing this week's show with the great Carter family song, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Before that, we heard three of her originals, The Ballad of Lost, Black Myself, and Sleeping Queen. Thanks for listening to our show this week. Remember that you can find out more about us than you probably wanted to know by visiting our website, ozarkhighlandsradio.com. Better yet, come visit us here in Mountain View, Arkansas, the folk music capital of the world. For Ozark Highlands Radio, this is Dave Smith. I'll see you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974 
and by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.